0: Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. Whenever
1: you hear the music, Colin,
0: take it away. Bing bong! It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and
2: Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome in to this Friday, May 27th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. Spencer Pinick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. And a uh, lot to talk about on this edition of the Sports Mix. We'll be joined by two head coaches uh, from Jefferson High School. As big day yesterday for Jefferson High School Athletics. Uh, it all started out with the Jefferson softball team. Uh, winning the Class AAA state title down in Charleston, in South Charleston, getting a victory over John Marshall. And they're coming back to the Panhandle with the state championship on their way right now, I believe. What what was the, Colin, what did you say yesterday? They were projected at 12.30 to get yeah,
3: back? Yeah, somewhere between 12 and 1 o'clock to get back there to Jefferson High School to celebrate the uh, first-ever state championship for the softball program there at Jefferson High.
2: Coach Desiree Waters will join us here. About five, six minutes on the show to talk about their run at the State Tournament. A perfect run down in South Charleston. Didn't have to go through the double elimination side of the bracket. And Jefferson, uh, Cougars baseball, beat Martinsburg 3-0 in the shutout last night. And Griffin Horowitz doing it all for the Cougars. Seven innings strong on the mound. Just two hits No runs, one walk, four strikeouts on just 87 pitches, 57 for strikes. At the plate, he was responsible for two of the three runs, having two sack flies. Sammy Roberts had an RBI single into right field with the other one as well. And uh, Carson Buber on the mound for Martinsburg. He took the loss over six innings, five hits, three runs. One of them earned um, and three walks and three strikeouts. The sophomore, he'll definitely be back and ready to go next year. But Martinsburg season comes to an end. Uh, with the domination honestly from griffin horowitz yesterday
4: yeah i mean we talked about on the show right Uh do you start yeah. griffin horowitz yes you start griffin horowitz and he uh, showed it yesterday even with just one day of rest that he is the best player in this conference and he ended up being co-player of the year uh, voted on by the coaches and we'll get into that later but um just an incredible performance on the mound uh and came through when his team needed to needed him to at the plate. It was a very similar game to what we've seen all year between these two teams. I mean, close, slow-scoring ball game that just comes down to a few mistakes. Uh, this time it goes against Martinsburg, and the Cougars are now headed to the state playoffs and we'll see if they can get it done obviously the number one team all year pretty much and they are the number one team in the
2: rankings coming out as the semifinal one next friday at 5 p.m at appalachian power park will feature the cougars facing number four george washington and the 2nd semifinal, the number two hurricane uh redskins will face number three bridgeport that's 50 minutes after game one and the championship will be set for next saturday 50 minutes after the class single A final approximately 4 p.m uh and nick you have a video which i guess you're just playing no audio well there's no real audio no, to okay. it
4: so i figured i'd just play it while we were talking about the cougars
2: all right yeah R W V our just kind of WV medicine player of the game the obvious player of the game throughout the whole game gets a gatorade water bath uh after the game when they're out there in right field <laughs> what
4: Gatorade water bath.
2: I don't know if there was Gatorade, Gatorade in there. Bath. Was there just water? Water
4: bath. It was just water. Yeah, that's why
2: I said it like it was a Gatorade tub, but a water bath.
4: Yeah, fair enough. I'll give you. I a think they wanted to get Coach with Lowry, but he was not. I, I, was I, I saw I like them. The I saw them decision. going out
2: there with the bucket when they were first, like immediately after they did the handshake line, which was interesting as well. um And they looked like they wanted to go to Coach Lowry, and I think one of the assistant coaches said, "No, don't do that. That's not a good idea," or something. <laughs>
4: We'll have to ask him about it, maybe.
2: Yeah. um, We'll to go over the all-EPAC teams now here before we hit the break. We'll start with the Coach of the Year and the Co-Players of the Year. Um, We've just recently talked about two of those people. That's Coach of the Year, Coach John Lowry Sr. and Co-Players of the Year, Griffin Horowitz, and none other than Spring Mill's Chase Herndon. So congrats to both of them. Chase Herndon had a heck of a season, especially – being the guy on that Spring Mills team that nobody wanted to face when they were when he was pitching, nobody wanted to face him. He was one of the top pitchers in the eBa as shown by him being co-player of the year. And you saw what he did in that one of those last games of the regular season against Jefferson. They only lost one nothing. He did you know he gave up that one run. And I don't. Nick Nick and I were talking about this. On he the didn't way home. give it up. What? Yeah, he didn't give it up. You're
3: right. Yeah. Yeah. Because he got taken out at 110 Dude. pitches and uh, trying to remember his name there for.
2: I can't remember. came in. Yes, yes, came in.
3: Yes, so and, I mean, he, look, look, that's
2: what he did against the best competition in the EPAC, the best yes. team in the EPAC, the team that's going to states. So that goes to show uh, the first team at catchers, Baden Hartman from Musselman. Uh, the three pitchers are Braden Stottlemeyer from Washington, Caleb Edwards from Martinsburg, and Griffin Horwitz from Jefferson. The infielders go Hudson Clement, Martinsburg, Colin Reed, Washington, Jason Myers, Musselman, and Sammy Roberts from Jefferson. The outfield goes Chase Herndon, Spring Mills, Kyle Lore, Musselman, Connor Bailey, Jefferson, and the utility players on the first team are Taron Boyles from Musselman and Isaiah Morris from Martinsburg. Second team goes catcher Ty Broughton, Washington, pitchers, Dylan Stevens Musselman, Chase Herndon, Spring Mills, Carson Buber from Martinsburg, and the infield goes Braden Stottlemeyer, Washington, Riley Bubb, Hedgesville. Infielder Griffin Horowitz, Jefferson, Br- Braylon Connor, H- uh, Hedgesville. Outfielders go Sam Wobnitz, Jefferson, Jordan Camby, Martinsburg, Cameron Moore, Washington, and the utility player Landon Siffert. So congrats to all those guys that make the all EPAC team. And it was a great season of EPAC baseball, almost said basketball. Um, but I mean, you, it
3: was a great season for that as well. But
2: it definitely was, and you know, you, you saw it on display the last three days, three games it took for Jefferson to defeat Martinsburg, and it just shows how much the gap has gotten closer uh, from those two teams last year, because Jefferson sweeped it in two games, and it took three games this year
3: yeah good luck to jefferson uh at states hopefully they get the uh win and can come home with that uh, championship trophy
4: yeah just quickly on the uh all epac teams a little bit interesting i guess that infielders aren't like designated a position but i guess it makes sense because you probably, even yeah you'd leave off a lot of really good players i think if you uh, yeah. designated by position so it makes sense but it was just i thought maybe it would be by position
2: Yeah, I mean, that's just how they do it, I guess. All right, well, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by Class AAA state champion head coach of the Jefferson Lady Cougars. That's Desiree Waters. After this two minute break, you're tuned into the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Back in two minutes.
5: Town Ford continues to be your leader in car sales up and down the I-81 corridor. We will beat any and all competitors' prices. We've made buying a new car easier than ever with one-day delivery better than Amazon and a return policy better than Walmart. Your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you don't like it, simply return it and we'll come pick it up, no questions asked. Why would you shop anywhere else? At Hagerstown Ford, we take great pride in our community and supporting our local student-athletes. That's why Hagerstown Ford is the official car dealership of Shepard Rams quarterback Tyson Bajant. Our remote buying process has made new car shopping so easy, you'll never even set foot in a dealership. Simply go to HagerstownFord.com and click on the car you want to buy it. Or use the Axel Auto app. It's that easy. You can order your new car on any device. Go to HagerstownFord.com and get your new car, signed, sealed, and delivered from Hagerstown Ford. Looking for some nightlife? Then look no further. Laddie's Bar & Grill has a
3: full bar and kitchen, pool table, and entertainment with great food at affordable prices. You can dine in or carry out by calling us at 304-263-5233. Laddie's is open Monday through Saturdays from 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 3 a.m. We serve breakfast all day long, and our lunch and dinner specials are posted every day on our Facebook page. So stop on in to Laddie's Bar & Grill, located at 107 Lutz Avenue in
5: Martinsburg. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu, call us at 304-350-0646. And learn more today.
2: Welcome back to this Friday, May 27th edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WR and r tv 10. And the day of the Jefferson Cougars on the Sports Mix today It is now we'll welcome to the program the newly crowned Class AAA state softball champion head coach of the Jefferson Lady Cougars, Coach Desiree Waters. How does it feel to be a state champion head coach?
1: Hi. Oh, it feels great. Uh, thank you for having me.
3: Congrats, Coach Waters, Colin McLaughlin here. Uh, Just walk us through all the emotion and everything that took place yesterday during that uh, final out of the game.
1: Oh, my goodness. During the final out, I think uh, I've been told a handful of times we've had uh, girls crying uh, before the ball was pitched, and I think Taylor was still just hoping she would catch the ball. And um, after it happened, just everybody just, Uh, was so high on emotions and went crazy and just started hugging each other and we were just all so very happy
4: and coach this is a first for jefferson softball and what's been a really good year i think for just athletics in general so how does it feel to get that first one and and be a part of uh, a historic season for jefferson softball
1: oh it feels absolutely amazing Um, the girls have worked so 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 hard for it um all year so I'm just happy that they could um, just finish a really great season
2: and coach obviously you guys went through the bracket down there at the state tournament perfect Um, you had to take one game into extra innings and then you were able to uh, kind of just pull out everything in in the extra innings there in that 11th inning to score four runs or score six runs on the board and then it was kind of just seemed like you guys cruised
1: the rest of the way Yeah, it just uh, took us a little while to get going, Um, but once we did, we just um, put our foot to the pedal there and uh, kept our bats hot. um, Our pitching and defense was on.
3: Coach, uh, what point was it, either beginning of the season or somewhere during the season, that you realized that uh, your team was special and that they had a legitimate chance at uh, winning the state championship for the first time?
1: Well, I've been telling them since the beginning of the season um, that it's definitely possible. That's definitely something that we can do and we should have our eye on. Um, but it was specifically um, after a game, a very, very tough game, in Myrtle Beach against a tough team, um, and we pulled out an, another extra inning win. And uh, I gathered them up, and I looked at them right there, and I told them that they could be state champions. And I believed it with all my heart, and uh, they turned around and did it.
4: Who were some players that really uh, stood out during this tournament down there uh, in Charleston and helped you capture this championship?
1: Um, so we had four girls named to the all all state all tournament team. Um, Becca Munzo, of course, just outstanding on the mound all the time with her competitiveness and her grit and just her ability to kind of refocus um, and really just. Grind. You know, she knows uh, she's a good pitcher, but she's always so willing to work hard and make corrections where needed. Um, and that really helped us um, come the next game. The next time we played John Marshall, she pitched a lot better than the first time that she did. Um, uh, Lacey Lewis was also named to the um, All-State team, and she's just been solid for us the past four years. Um, she's a leader on the field, um, just with her leadership abilities as well as her softball abilities. I mean, she's all around fantastic kid to have. Um, Kaylee Dalton next to her at second base. Um, amazing bat, really driving the balls hard. Um, she went four for four in our last game. And then um, Taylor Presley out in left field, um, just making the adjustment to play outfield after coming from spring mills and from the infield. And she's just done so well for us all season, just really making some outstanding plays out there.
2: And when you uh, look at your schedule this year, you mentioned going down to Myrtle Beach. How did that kind of trip help you guys for the state tournament? Because going to Charleston is, what, four or five hours away, so you guys were going to be away from the eastern panhandle and kind of have that kind of turn on a dime kind of games that kind of could go later, could go longer. And yesterday the state tournament uh, championship was set for 2 p.m. originally. Then it got moved to noon, and then it ended up happening at 1 o'clock. How does that kind of – being away from home and kind of just being that tournament field, going to have one during the season to help you later in the year?
1: Yeah, so we like going to Myrtle for a a few reasons Um, with the travel, like you mentioned, and just the staying overnight type of thing and doing that. Um, The Myrtle Beach Tournament has some pretty good competition, and we just like going down there and playing um, good competitive ball against teams that we don't normally see. you know, there is a mental aspect of the games too, and we've had teams in the past where uh, you just can't get past the mental aspect of a certain team. So we like going somewhere where we haven't seen anybody playing, but no we're still going to play good competitions that's going to prepare us for a sectional tournament, a state tournament, other good teams that we'll see later in the season.
3: So you guys are making your way back to Jefferson High School now on the bus, if uh, you told me correctly, still, hopefully safely there with the weather right now. But when you guys get there, uh, anything taking place today to celebrate the uh, state championship for your team?
1: Yeah, I believe uh, we put out that uh, a good handful of people from the community, I think, are going to be out uh, waiting for the girls when they get off the bus.
2: And obviously going back to the beginning of the playoffs, you guys had to get through a tough Washington team to win the section and then get through regionals with the tough Hedgesville team. Uh, What does that say about the kind of competition with softball here in the Panhandle?
1: Uh, Absolutely. I would say that it's um, starting to grow. I mean, um, Washington, I mean, we had to battle it out all season with our regular season games and our sectional games. Um, So, uh, I think it's growing, which is fantastic to see.
3: And now with the state championship in hand, other than that obviously being a favorite memory, what are some of your other favorite memories from uh, this season that you won't ever forget?
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, There's probably just too many to list, but just the overall general feel of being a good team um, together and just All the laughing and the goofiness, but also the hard work. That's one thing that I appreciate about these girls so much is like they're willing to work hard. I mean, literally at our last practice before we went to States, they wanted to do a diving drill on the turf. And those are just the type of players that we have, and they had a fun time doing it. So um, it's just the balance of working hard and having fun that um, just brings us all together and just makes it a memorable season for us.
3: Thank you, Coach Waters, for uh, joining us here to talk. Uh, Can't wait to see you guys uh, Tuesday, you and a couple players hopefully coming in the studio, if that's still good. Yes, absolutely. All right, congratulations to you and your team and enjoy celebrating today.
1: Thank you very much.
2: That was head coach there of the Jefferson Lady Cougar softball team. First time ever winning the state tournament down at Class AAA, and that was Desiree Waters, and she'll be coming in studio Tuesday as Colin just kind of broke that own, news there.
3: We don't know what players yet, but what a dominating spring season it's been for Jefferson High School I mean, as a whole. What a right
2: dominating now. sports year! Th- that's I mean, very true. Your too. football team had a great season, and they. Just came up short. Just came up short. Your basketball season completely, or your basketball team, boys basketball, boys and girls. and girls basketball. The boys completely dominated for most of the year in the EPAC. The girls, they were great. They went down to the Swimming. state tournament as well. Swimming we saw, did
3: well, really well. Track and field, track and field. That some guy both.
2: had some both girls and boys yep. there down at the so state. So it's been the year uh, of the Cougars. It Let's has go been that. the
3: year of the Cougars. It's the year of the Cougars. Hey, uh, sorry it'll Martinsburg.
2: The, it'll be the year of the Cougars when they win in baseball. hundred percent. Yeah. That would be stu, stu, two state championships in exactly. the spring season, uh, but what a year it's been for the Cougars! Whether it comes to football and basketball, girls, boys, softball, or baseball, and uh, you know, I didn't realize this, but I knew it. Like I knew it, and I told you during the interview. I was like, they were definitely two seated in their section. Yeah, and I went was back Washington and found the, the sectional schedule, and they did in fact get the two. As Washington got the one, and they had to come back and they had to battle um, throughout all season. And they got a 23 nothing win over Hampshire in the first round of the sectional tournament in five innings. Then they beat Washington in 10 nothing, So they scored 33 runs in two games, well, back-to-back days learned in there 10 innings. The
3: uh, regional championship against Hedgesville was that this Jefferson team could explode offensively. We even saw it there in the uh, first game of the state championship that but we then, watched. It was... they tied it up 1-1, and in the 11th came out out of nowhere and scored five runs.
2: Washington ended up uh, eliminating Hampshire 15-0 in Game 3 there. Then Game 4, Washington and Jefferson went to 13 Mm -hmm. innings, and Washington got the win 1-0. And then the game on Thursday, May 12th, Jefferson gets the victory 2-0, and they win the section. Then they end up winning the region in two games, and – now they're state-class AAA state champions.
3: Yeah, hopefully they uh, will have enough people to return next year to have a uh, same amount of success. Hopefully. Anything's possible now. you got one under your belt, so that's finally out of the way. And, and we hopefully talk. the confidence grows there for Jefferson.
2: When you talk to – who is the player – this is escaping me right now. Um,
3: who did you talk player to? Player of the game 2nd wise. Yes. I believe that was uh, Emily Mason.:
2: And she talked about how they've kind of built this team mm-hmm. up and, and how they were want like it was all their dreams this year to win states, and they knew after beating Washington that they could do it, and then beating Hedgesville in two games, and they did it.
3: They did. Three and0 there down in Charleston. 3-0 down in Charleston and another team from
2: Jefferson heading to Charleston next week. That is the Cougars baseball team. They beat, well, they beat excuse me Martinsburg 3-0 last night. We'll be joined by head coach John Lowry Sr. after this two-minute break to discuss all things Jefferson Cougars baseball as they won the Region 2 championship last night. After this two-minute break, this segment is sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store, any longer cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, it is family-owned and operated Located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg Go to Orsini's.com for more Again, Coach John Lowry Sr. on the other side of this break
5: Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg Grilling is not just for the boys We are a Platinum Traeger dealer Carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series We have every flavor of wood pellets Along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger, we carry Uts, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at orsini's.com. When it comes to
1: breast cancer, early detection is the key. During the month of May, WBU Medicine will offer 3D mammogram screening clinics to women 40 and older on select weekdays at our Spring Mills Women's Imaging Center and our Jefferson Women's Imaging Center for just $60. This discount fee helps patients who haven't met their deductible, whose insurance doesn't include one with an annual exam, and for those with no insurance. Schedule your 3D mammogram today. Call WBU Medicine at 1-844-802-2734, option 2.
5: What do you get when the longest, hardest, widest runway in the state of West Virginia is asked to host the 250th birthday of Berkeley County? A a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to witness an afternoon of fun, music, and finish with the largest fireworks show worthy of a 250-year-old. Visit Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport on Sunday, July 3rd with gates opening at 2.50 p.m., of course. We'll have food trucks, libation, and something for all ages as we celebrate Berkeley 250. Go to berkeleywv250.com and click on events to get the full lineup of fun.
0: Now back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM740, and TV10. 3-2 delivery. That one
2: swung on. In the center field, going back onto this Wobnitz. And Jefferson is your AAA Region 2 champions for back-to-back years. three over Martinsburg in game three is the number three. I guess this song is kind of appropriate. It's called Run This Town, Run the Panhandle, right? Jefferson running the panhandle, it seems right now in spring sports, specifically softball and baseball. are now joined by head coach of the baseball team, John Lowry Sr. How are you doing today, Coach Lowry? I'm doing well, thank you. And you guys get the victory last night over Martinsburg, three nothing in Game Three. Uh, we kind of we talked about it for the last two weeks, and we've talked to you about it. We just going to be a tough series that was probably going to go three games, and that it did. And you guys are able to get the victory and putting Griffin Horowitz on the mound yesterday. He was perfect through four innings, um, and then he came through clutch with two sack flies. What does that just say about him and his mentality uh, about this team and wanting to uh, take them as far as he can?
0: Well, you know, he's a senior and he's obviously one of our leaders. Uh, we have a good group of seniors and uh, they've all contributed and certainly, uh, you know, uh, Griff is uh, or Finn's done a, a, a great job for us on the mound, filling uh, the roles of closer and uh, spot starter here and there. You know, with, with the depth that we've had in our pitching staff, we've been able to um, use him to really basically shortened the length of games by banging him in at the end. Uh, you can see the level of dominance that he has when he's throwing the ball across the plate, and certainly he he, uh, he had a great performance for us last night uh, when, uh, uh, you know, I think that was his third game he, he started. But he certainly, conditioning-wise, he, he works real hard in the offseason, and you can see that paid off for him last night with his stamina. He He was strong throughout.
4: And coach, you mentioned having a uh, senior led team and a lot of those seniors had big moments throughout this series and, uh, put you now into this position to head to the state tournament. So how do you think their experience and what they were able to do, uh, in this series against a really quality team like Martinsburg that, you know, if there were more teams allowed to go to the state tournament could definitely compete down there as well. And, uh, I guess, how do you think this series really prepares you guys for states?
0: Well, I think any time you're in tight games where each pitch or each play uh, magnifies, it, 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 it heightens your level of concentration. And it also um, makes the guys aware of the little things that in the game that a lot of times can make the difference. And, and you know things that you try to talk to them about but uh you know they say experience is the best teacher and obviously to experience those types of things the little things uh, uh things that go your way the little things that uh the, the breaks that you make uh, or the adversity that you might face if you if you uh, uh have a misplay and uh, certainly you know in, in these three games we experienced some of that both ways and uh it just uh, impresses upon the, you know, you can't look backwards. you got to look forward, and you got to play it one play at a time. And I thought we did a good job of that. Uh, I thought we defended well, uh, you know, took uh, advantage of the minimal offensive opportunities that we had to score the three runs that we did. And, uh, of course, then Finn was able to make them uh, stand up because uh, – Uh, effort on the mound, but uh, to go along with his effort on the mound, you have to tip your hat to our to our infield they had they handled up I, I think it was, somebody said eleven chances uh they played really well behind him, so it's a team effort and uh and one thing about it when you throw the ball across the plate like Finn does and the ball's put in play, it keeps your guys alert it's not like you know they're going uh, three two to every hitter or um and then the kind of guys that you know it, there's a concentration factor in there when uh when you're sharp on the mound like Finn was, I think it helps the players behind him be sharp, and you can see that. Uh, And the way our uh, our our defense played,
3: Coach, uh, you talked about it in our post game yesterday. That out of the five games between you and uh, or your team, excuse me, and Martinsburg was a combined score of twelve to six. The games were always competitive. These two teams were uh, great teams and would have represented uh, state wise the Eastern Panhandle terrifically. Either way, your team's the one that came out on top, but. If you don't want to say it, that's fine, but I'm going to say it. I feel like a rivalry is brewing between Martinsburg and Jefferson, especially in baseball. What are your thoughts about that and just the uh, five games in general between your two schools?
0: Well, um, I know you guys uh... (laughs) – are new to the area, but I think the rivalry between uh, Jefferson and Martinsburg in baseball dates way back. I mean, you can go back into the 80s when we would play them and um, when they had Dougie Creek who went on to play in the big league, Scott Bullitt. Uh, you know we we had 3 years in a row in which we lost to them in the uh, uh sectional finals by one run each time back then it was a you know a single elimination affair uh we had a a, a year one time and we were 39 and 3 and they beat us one time in the sectional tournament uh, and that was the end of our season so you know this has been a rivalry um uh, for a long period of time. You know, Berkeley County and Jefferson County are both hotbeds of youth baseball. It starts out the little league level and it builds and it... Uh Kind of crescendos at the high school level uh, when these kids get uh, um, you know on the on the verge of graduation and and you can see the competitiveness and uh, you can look at uh, around the Panhandle you got uh, you know Washington had, had an outstanding team this year um, Hedgesville you know they've had state championship uh, success Martinsburg's won several state championships Mostmans had several players that have gone on to play professionally uh, the Herndon kid at uh, Spring Mill certainly uh, Spring Mill being one of the newer schools in the area although they're you know they're eight or nine years old now um it, it's just a good uh, a good area and uh, uh you're right the, the rivalry there is it, it it's uh it's not something it's building it's something that's been there jefferson and martinsburg i think uh through the years have had some really uh, uh nail-biting um uh, contest
2: and, Coach, looking at the stats this year, you guys were able to throw 10 guys on the mound throughout the year and had a 1.76 team ERA in Horowitz last night with the shutout. he had, His ERA now put, goes under .5, so with a .48. Um, your team, obviously, when you're able to throw you know, 10, 11 guys on the mound throughout the whole year uh, – Obviously, says a lot, and when a lot of them have ERAs that are sub two and a half, it says a lot about that as well. And I know Sammy Roberts. He told you prior to the season he was only going to pitch once a week just because of playing football in college. So, what does that say about your whole pitching staff? That you know, not only your seniors are, you know, your top guys are being able to pitch really well, but your whole staff is.
0: Well, obviously, uh, you know we we have. Um some depth in our staff and we got some younger kids that uh, uh, are, you know, that we feel like are we ready to step up to that next level next year. And I think if you look, I count, I think there, we've had 17 games in which it's been one or less run uh, scored. But I want to clarify one thing. Sammy Roberts never told us that he'd only pitch once a week. I don't know where that information might have come from. You know, Sammy... If you look, he's pitched the most innings for us this year, and there have been times when he's pitched early in the week and he's pitched late in the week. Obviously, his pitching is governed by the pitch count rule, which obviously we follow. And, you know, I don't think Sammy was overused by any stretch of the imagination. But also, Sammy never did make that uh, come to us with that type of uh, uh, condition. Uh, and I, again, I I don't know where that might have started, but uh, that, that wasn't the case. Apologies. So I just case. wanted to clarify that. But anyway, you know, we do have some depth in pitching. You look, you know, if we got the two sophomore left-handers. We're hoping to be ready for the next level next year. You know, Riley Morgan is a, is a sophomore pitched 25 innings for us, and I think he's thirty But 24, point, uh, 24 and two-thirds innings, I think it was. He struck out 45. So you can see that he has the chance if he continues to develop to be, uh, that kind of guy, Dylan Mabe. Um, you know, he, he's won four games for us. Um, you know, you can look at Ethan Hall. He's a senior out of the bullpen. He won't be back next year, but he's, he's eaten up some valuable innings for us come in, uh, at the end of games. He's had a couple of wins. Um, and we, you know, we feel pleased. And we, we think there was some, several kids that, uh, got multiple innings on our JV team who, uh, we're able to get in 27 games this spring, but you know, with all season conditioning, getting stronger, and so forth, we'll be ready to contribute next year.
4: Coach, when you look at the bracket, how do you think your team uh, stacks up for the state tournament?
0: Well, you know, anytime you get to the state tournament, it, you know, we, you don't have the double elimination anymore, so you know, you better be ready to play that day, and just hope that uh, you know that the breaks uh, um, that that you get a break that you might. Uh, you, you you hopefully would uh, give you the opportunity to win a game. You know, over the years we've gone down there, I could and thinking back, I can cite times when we've been the beneficiary of a break that have helped us win. And I can um, recall a, a missed player too that uh, um, you know, we ended up losing. So um, you know, I had a, a scout one time say this to me, and at the time it, it, it kind of it, rubbed me the wrong way. But as I thought about it, he was right. And uh, he he said to me, Coach, he said, How'd your team do last year? I said, Well we you know, we had a good year. We got some semifinals with the state, lost the next innings. I said we had a guy go from first to third on a bunt on us, and then he ends up scoring on a ground ball. It's in the game in extra innings. We got Peter. We'd have been playing for the state championship. And he says, you know, Coach, teams that play for the state championships don't let guys go from first to third on a bunt. <laughs> and that at that point, you know, that kind of upset me. But, you know, the point was well taken. It's, once you get to that level, uh, you know, your, your margin of error is very, very minimal. So you want to be alert, and you want to try to keep those little things that you can control uh, uh, from happening to you by, you know, trying to be alert. You know, obviously physical errors are part of the game, but we try to eliminate and cut down on the mental errors, and, uh, and hopefully we can we can do that this week.
3: Coach, uh, your team's been number one in the state throughout the entire season, uh, rankings wise. You guys now get the number one seed down at the uh, state tournament as well. How does that feel that uh, they also agreed that you guys should be that number one seed?
0: Well, you know, that's good. You get to play that first game on uh, Friday, you get to be the home team. You know, last year. Um, uh, we weren't the number one seed, not that that made any difference in in the outcome of the particular game we played in, but, um, you know, that's nice. So if we could be successful in that first game, then, uh, you know, we get to watch the next game, which those guys will be playing later in the evening. Hopefully, uh, uh, you know, it's just, um, it it used to be you didn't see them. You know, they just rotate around as to who you might play. Like one year you'd play one particular region and they'd rotate it so that the next year you play another one. You know, it's on a rotational basis. But, um, you know, it's, a, if, um, it's the first time I think we've ever had the number one seed. And uh, certainly, uh, uh, you know, it's, um, it's pleasing to get it. Uh, hopefully we can uh, live up to it. <laughs>
2: All right, Coach, congrats on winning the region. And we'll talk soon before you probably go down there next week. And, uh, again, we'll talk soon. Congrats on winning the region.
0: Okay, well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate your all's coverage, and I really enjoy the replays coming home. and helps me unwind, sitting there watching the games again on on TV. So thank you guys very much.
2: Thank you, Coach. That was head coach of the Region 2 championship-winning baseball team for the Jefferson Cougars, John Lowry Sr., and – They're going to states and they're getting number one seed. And and I think that, you know, what we've seen this year when teams go to states in a lot of the sports is they just the eastern panhandle just doesn't get, I think, what they what they should get. And I've been told that from other people that have been around here longer and it's yeah, good before to see I get into that. it's good to see the number one seed that or the number one team in triple A all year for, you know, ninety percent at least I, I believe the whole year, if I go back and think about that correctly, get the number one seed as they make it to the state tournament.
3: Yeah, I agree with that, but I wanted to get into since uh Coach Lowry just mentioned it, replays. Uh, the three games there will be replaying throughout the entire weekend. So today, the rest of the day, uh, Saturday as well on TV Ten and Monday since we won't have any shows or anything yep. due to it being the holiday. Also, if you miss it there because you don't have Comcast TV Ten, you can always rewatch all of our coverage on our WRNR TV YouTube page.
4: Anything, Nick? No, I mean I'm just looking forward to see how Jefferson does down there at Charleston. I think they're deserving of the one seed. When's the game? Next Friday, 5 p.m.
2: All righty. All right, well, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to parsonsford.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap things up. We'll talk a, a little bit of everything next on the Sports Mix.
4: Safety doesn't come from owning a gun. It comes from knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 Up ID 1 Exit 5 Inwood helps you build your safety skills with a variety of courses taught by NRA certified instructors. Sign up for the Intro to Long Range Rifle course, which will be held on June the 4th and June the 5th. No prerequisite courses are required to take this class. You can also register for the Saturday, June 11, Basic Fundamentals of Shooting a Handgun course. This class qualifies the student for a West Virginia concealed carry permit. To register and find out more, visit valleyguns2.com.
0: You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR, 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10.
2: Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your. May 27, 2022, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. You can call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer with Winnick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us to wrap things up on this Friday edition of the Sports Mix here. We will get into uh, some news that affects the station. Because we air all of their games in the fall on the station. Let me pull it up. Let me try and pull up the schedule. I have it right here. Uh, Martinsburg, who had announced their football schedule ten or nine of the ten games about a month or so ago, I feel like maybe two months ago, uh, they finally nailed down a tenth game, and uh, that tenth game will be. At Bishop Ironton, I believe that is a is a private school, I believe out of Alexandria, Virginia, yep. that game will be 11-4. And then next year, 2023, as it sits right now, according to their contract, it'll be a home-and-home. Home. So they next November 4th, 2023, Bishop Ironton will travel to Coburn Field. Um, and if you're a fan and you want to go to these games, you're... <laughs> That game to Bishop Bironton, I believe, an hour forty five ish away, plus traffic. And that's traffic. the longest one. That is the longest trip. You're not going up to Ohio. You're not going down to uh, Highland Springs or Salem, Virginia, this year because they're all coming here. So if you look at the schedule, uh, August twenty sixth, Salem here. Uh, November 2 sec- or excuse me, September second, as Musselman will travel to Coburn Field, in November or September eighth. They'll be at Sharando in Northern Virginia, just probably, I think, about a 45-minute drive away at most. Uh, the September 16th, Highland Springs, traveling to Martinsburg, which would be a big game. As, I believe they have a WVU commit or somebody that's on the uh, – potentially has an offer from WVU. Uh, September 23rd, Hedgesville travels to I think that was the quarterback. Martinsburg. Yes. And then the 30th of September, Martinsburg is at Washington uh, then Saturday, October eighth, Riverside is at Coburn Field making the return trip of that home and home. Uh ten fourteen, Martinsburg is at Spring Mills. Ten twenty one, Martinsburg is at Jefferson, and then eleven four is Jefferson at or, or excuse me, Martinsburg at Bishop Ironton in Virginia. And uh well as we have forever, we will continue to carry all their football games on talk Radio W R and R and T V ten and uh Colin. Getting the big call-up this year.
3: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Five home games, five road games. It'll be uh, interesting to see how Martinsburg fares this year. I think they'll do just fine. But three road games to uh, end the regular season is always a uh – tough test and spring mills is getting a better program we saw from Jefferson this past year they have really improved they're on the football side of things going nine and one regular season last year and then Bishop Ireton the new team on the uh, schedule we looked at them last or yesterday and a team that struggled went one and nine last year but you never know with teams from DC how a private school could uh improve or not so really looking forward to this uh season and hopefully Martinsburg can get number 10
2: yeah and uh, if you're any if anybody else here in the EPAC has a schedule that I have not seen and uh, I will we will talk about it on the air if you send it over um but uh, yeah if you have one send it over and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get uh coach is on soon as i know they're using a lot of flex days i know martinsburg talked to coach sherman the other night when we were at graduation and uh they're using a bunch of their flex days believe they had one scheduled yesterday but they canceled it so all the players can go could have gone to jefferson to support the baseball team um but yeah it's shaping up to be a good fall here in the eastern panhandle for football
3: it's right around the corner guys it
2: is right around the corner um We'll talk some uh, basketball. NBA playoffs continued last night, and uh, Golden State wins the West. No shocker there, I would say, guys.
3: Yeah, I think we all said yesterday that uh, Golden State was going to end it last night, but I didn't get to watch uh, much of it. I don't know about 120,
2: either 120-110 victory. Klay uh, Thompson, 32 points. Luka Doncic, 28 points, 9 rebounds. Almost a double-double for him, uh, but 10-point game. Uh, Caesars Sportsbook yesterday had them favored by seven. So if you took the over, you won.
4: Yeah, I I didn't watch the game, but I mean, it wasn't too surprised that Golden State was able to close things out uh, based on how that series has kind of been going. So not surprising and uh, sets up an interesting finals matchup either way. If it be Boston and Golden State or uh, Miami and Golden State you know, those are quality teams, and I think this is a chance, though, for maybe some legacy for Steph Curry. I mean, a lot of people would already probably consider him the greatest point guard of all time based on his ability to shoot, but if he can win another championship, and this one kind of as really the only superstar at this point in his career on their team, I think that would be uh, just something to elevate him. He's still looking for that finals MVP, so we'll see, uh, who ends up coming out of the east but should be a good matchup either way i was about to say oh, i don't know if i go
3: i don't know if i'd go as far as him being the only superstar on that team they still got well, clay thompson and but clay's not you the can same make an argument for was. draymond eight for 16 last night from three Yeah, but, he, he's the leading scorer for them last night
4: yeah i mean he's still a really good player but i just feel like consistency wise he hasn't been as good as he was before the injuries and Draymond's not a scorer so
3: he's still a superstar I feel like on that team he's been almost the glue for them arguably I I don't know right now if I'm prepared to make that argument I need to do some more research to make it a good one but he's been there the entire time to make the uh, finals along with them I think it was six times now they said for Golden State to make it in the past however long it's been
4: yeah I mean look I just feel like it's more Curry's team now than it might have been in the past. And I think an MVP in the finals would be big for him, I guess, is what I was trying to say. That's fair.
2: That is fair. Uh, let's move on to the only game left, or potentially two games left. The East Finals, game six tonight at TD Garden in Boston, 8.30 p.m. on ESPN. Heat at Celtics. Celtics leading the series 3-0. And they're favored at home by 8.5. Colin. You're wearing your Celtics jersey. I was about to say, I'm wearing the Celtics jersey me, today because I'm hoping
3: I don't have to wear it Sunday, okay? If you wear I it Sunday, I will to say
2: tonight. you better wash that thing. It uh, probably stinks. I will. Nah, it doesn't All
3: stink. Right, it's Paul well, pierce.
2: Do we think Celtics will win tonight? I think there's a good shot. You could they're make at a home. joke. Don't make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're at home. I think they got a good shot to win tonight. i saying Celtics now. Celtics in six, and that is six. I believe I said, believe I said Celtics in six, I don't unless know I said did. Heat in six. I, I
3: know I said Celtics in six. I, and I knew it was, was
2: going to go to six or seven. That's what Good I said. Good for you. All right, Lawrence, well, come on. <laughs>
3: right, I'm looking forward to tonight. It's a big game in Boston. I really hope the series ends tonight. And Golden State, I guess, fan-wise, was chanting, we want Boston. That's who uh, I think it was uh, – Draymond said during the post-game show uh, with Barkley and all of them on NBA TNT last night that they're going to play Boston, so it seems like that's who they want it to be. So it's setting up for a pretty big, uh, hopefully a pretty big NBA championship between Boston and um, Golden State, but obviously you got to get through Miami first to it's really been struggling, honestly, in this series. Boston at times has struggled, but at times it seems like they've been unstoppable. So Tatum, I feel like, needs to put the team on his back. He The past two games have struggled a little bit. So he needs to carry the team to get a Game 6 win and
4: get them in the NBA championship. Yeah, I mean, you look at some of the individual games and it's possible that the Celtics could have swept this series mm-hmm. if they didn't you know, have just a few bad quarters here and there. So it does seem like it... It ends tonight in the Garden, especially with Miami's injuries and how beat up they've been as of late. So I would go with the Celtics tonight as well, but we'll have to wait and see. You never know how the Heat are going to play in this series.
2: You never know how they'll play in the series. If not, they'll be game seven Sunday evening. Uh, Nationals now of winners of back-to-back ball games here. Get four runs in the first yesterday, and that would have done it if they didn't have any more offense. Won the game seven to three, and Patrick Corbin, finally in the win column gets his first win of the season 6 and 6 in the third inning seven hits three runs three earned two walks three strikeouts the nats now improve to 16 and 30 705 tonight 405 tomorrow and 135 on sunday for the rest of the series with the rockies as they look to uh, get some more wins on the board and you can hear it all here On Talk Radio WRNR with the pregame's coverage beginning 30 minutes prior to first pitch. That'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Again, congrats to the Cougar softball team for winning the Class AAA State Championship and Desiree Waters for coming on today. And John Lowry Sr. for coming on as they won the Region 2 Championship. We'll be back Tuesday for more of the Sports Mix.